In this episode, I'll be revealing the secret to growing your influence and audience online. You've got a dream to glorify God and make your mark on the world. Maybe you want to grow a business, start a ministry, or become a better servant leader. Whichever level in life you want to hit, I believe that God's calling all of us towards something greater than where we are now. So join me as I document my journey to learn how to grow an online ministry in ways that are effective, biblical, and aren't stuffed with complicated religious or business mumbo-jumbo. My name is Alec Hassan, and welcome to the Digital Ministry Mastermind Podcast. Hey, what's going on, everyone? I'm Alec Hassan, and if you're new to Digital Ministry Mastery, we provide digital ministry leaders with the tactics they need to create greater impact and income online. So I've said it before, and I'll say it again, but I truly believe that if we're working hard to provide a lot of value into the world, then we should be compensated for it. And I also believe you shouldn't have to rely on sponsorships or going viral in order to see success online. So when it comes to podcasting or running any type of social media page, Oftentimes, we as creators fall into the trap where we believe our channel is the thing that we're trying to promote and that our content is the vehicle that we're going to use to promote it. And I'll repeat that again because it, it can sound you know, kind of confusing. The trap that we fall into is that we believe we're trying to promote our podcast or our social media page. And the reason why we fall into this trap is because our podcast and our social media pages those things are just tools. They're, they're a means to an end. They aren't the end. You know, they're not the end goal themselves. So if we view our content or our pages as the end goal, we simply end up falling short when it comes to creating more impact with our audience and even making more in, income online. And it's kind of like like I, I've used this analogy before, but it's kind of like playing darts. So my uncle Boone, he is he's crazy good at playing darts. And whenever we would hang out, you know, him and I, we would drink a beer or two, and we would go into the backyard and we would we'd just be throwing darts. And this guy, it was like you know nine times out of ten, he's hitting a bullseye. But me, you know, I'd throw it and it's like, phew, it would just fall short. I'm like, ah, what is happening here? I try throwing harder and it just like it was not. It was just going different places. It wasn't working. So. After watching me throw a few times, he noticed something and he pointed it out. He was like, hey, how about you try aiming above the bullseye? Because like if he wanted to improve my like form and this and that, it would have taken forever. But he's just like, try, aim, don't aim at the bullseye, aim above it. So I tried and you know, even though I didn't hit the bullseye on that next shot, I definitely got really, really close. Because you know, he saw that I was aiming at the bullseye and my release was off because... I was aiming at it. So instead of trying to change how I throw, he just adjusted where I aimed. So, and all the, by the way, you know, if you're, if you're an avid darts player, I've said this analogy before and one guy got so pissed. He was like, that's not how you actually play darts. You know, there's points, you can get different points. There's more advantages to not hitting a bullseye than there is to hit, trying to hit a bullseye. I'm like, but anyway, you know, it's an analogy, you know, so bear with me here, you know, uh, take it with a grain of salt, but Anyway, you know, with that analogy, the same thing is true here. You may not need to change how you're doing things online. You may just need to adjust where you're aiming. So if your aim uh, shouldn't be on promoting your podcast or promoting your social media page, then where should you be aiming or where should you be focusing? And I'd recommend that many, if not all of us, should be aiming to sell a movement and create a community. You see, like a community is what people yearn for. And a, mu a movement is what gets people passionate about being in that community. 
Because aren't we, you know, aren't we all really just trying to form a community online when you think about it? You know, when we have that community, we are creating impact within it. And when we can provide a lot of value to that community and we can lead them, then we are able to make massive impact and start generating some revenue too. Um, I'll use my own show uh, as an example. So with Digital Ministry Mastery, our purpose is to help uh, digital leaders, you know, create more impact, generate more income with their podcasts or social media pages. Uh, We don't believe you need sponsorships or going viral in order to be successful. I know a lot of other people promote that, but I've seen success online without needing sponsors and without needing a million views on stuff. So I don't believe you should have to have those things either. Uh, I believe, or what we believe here is that what we do isn't just a hobby, you know, it's a calling. As digital ministry leaders, you know, we don't just create content or build in community. We believe that, you know, we are called to like work online to inspire and transform the lives of others. Um, and we aren't slaves to social media or its algorithms. You know, we speak the truth, we impact lives, and you know, we're we're worthy of being rewarded for our work. So, you know, although the content that I produce embodies these things. My aim isn't to use my content to to point people to my show. You know, I use my content to try to like reaffirm and, and drive in these beliefs and try to fuel this this movement essentially. So, what you should realize is that when your content drives a movement, people will subscribe to your show or follow you online in order to be part of that community. Uh, the byproduct of selling a movement is that people will join your community as well. So when it comes to creating more impact, influence, and growing your presence online, you should use your content to drive a movement instead of using it to drive people simply to your show or your social media pages. In fact, um, I had the pleasure to speak with a gentleman online, Mark Sowersby. Um, I'm sorry if I'm, I may be pronouncing his, his last name wrong, but he he wrote a book and the content in this book is really, really moving. And what he has been doing online is when he's creating, when he's posting his content, you can tell, I actually have like a clip that I'm going to be sharing with you in a moment. Uh, but with his content, it's not just, Hey, get this book or Hey, follow me online to learn more. He's really trying to speak to people on an emotional level, something that is way deeper than just, you know, hit like and subscribe. So what we'll do here is I'll, I'll transition to that clip in a moment and you can hear it for yourselves and then you'll be able to see for yourselves what I'm talking about. Being challenged to forgive and to let go has been what God has called me to do, my testimony. I was born rejected from my father. I was born neglected by my mom. She would bring a man into my life that would rape me, abuse me, sell me to prostitution, and torture me. But I had people in my life that would still support me. I had a nucleus of people who cared I had uncles and coaches and friends, brothers and sisters that would let me try to have the most normal upbringing I could. But yet I was still broken. 
Yet, I still had to deal with the pains and the hurts. I still have to deal with the abuse and the sorrows. And at 16 years old, I fell in love with Jesus Christ. I recognized the love that he had for me. And that decision has changed my life forever. That decision of receiving that mercy of God, that grace of God, recognizing what God has done for me, has been the benchmark of my life forever. So he's met me on my journey. He's put people in my path. He's given me all that I've needed. As I've shed off the hurts, he's filled it with his grace. As I've not allowed those pains to identify me anymore, he's replaced those pains with his mercy, with his love, with his truth, with his hope. He's given me all that I've needed. Forgiving a nightmare, it's far more than just forgiving abuse. It's walking in forgiveness. It's walking in joy. It's not allowing the, the things of the past to have control over the things of the future. Forgiving the night. Yeah, so as you can see, like that was just some like really moving stuff right there. And if you're wondering how, you know, I'm, you're, you're, you might be listening and you're like, all right, Alec, you know, you're saying I should create content to promote a movement, to, to try to start a community. How do I do that? Well, there's a few simple things that you can do. And actually, um, Mark did those things very well in his video. One of the first things is you can be vulnerable. You can be vulnerable. You know, it's okay if you make mistakes. Right there, boom. You know, a second ago, I stumbled over my own words. It's okay. It happens. I do that from time to time. But I know that the content I'm presenting is way more powerful than a couple verbal slip-ups. And I don't want to edit it out because, I mean, the main reason is it takes a lot of time. But the the but the bigger reason is that uh, it helps me be a little bit more relatable with people. Brian, uh, Mark was opening up in his video and he was being very vulnerable. So when people hear that, their own guard is brought down too and they're a little bit more receptive to hearing the things that you wanna say. And the second thing you can do, which is really important, is you gotta get good at telling stories. You know, Mark was, he was, he was sharing his whole life story there and it was only in a matter of minutes. You know, you, you don't have to give this whole elaborate speech, um, have this whole like, character arc of your journey and things like that like if you can share stories share them well and present them in a short manner where that can really like get the message across right then and there you are able to help stir people's emotions drive them gather them together and uh begin moving people towards this movement so Thank you guys so much for listening. I really hope I was able to inspire you with this episode, help you craft your content a little better uh, as, you, as you're moving forward in this on, on these online endeavors. <laughs> and uh, I really appreciate you guys sticking around to the very end here. So please rate and subscribe if you haven't done so already. And I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Are you a Christian leader looking to develop the skills needed to maximize the fruitfulness in your daily walk with Christ? Do you want to overcome the burden of not living life to the fullest and fully step into your God-given calling? If you do, then you should get a copy of my book, Planting Your Purpose, a 20-day guide to discover God's calling. It's not just another devotional book. Planting Your Purpose is your 20-day guide that will provide you with the strategies, tools, and insights to turn things around immediately. 
you will learn how to avoid the top five mistakes Christians make when pursuing their calling in life. You'll develop more joy in your walk with Jesus and unlock the secrets to mastering integrity. And by the end of 20 days, not only will you know your calling, but you'll have an even greater sense of fulfillment and confidence in your life. Everywhere, Christians are raving about this amazing new guide to discover their God-given calling. Get your copy by clicking the link in the show notes or by going to plantingyourpurpose.com. That's plantingyourpurpose.com.